The Secret History of Art takes you on a series of private guided tours of the world's greatest artworks. Best-selling author and professor of art history Noah Charney presents the history, symbolism, and importance of each work. The Secret History of Art is a series of lessons in miniature on the great works of art around the world. By spending just a few minutes per masterpiece, you can learn the mysteries, stories, and secrets of some of civilization's greatest treasures. Today's episode is about a building, Frank Gehry's Guggenheim Museum Bilbao, built in 1997. Frank Gehry is an architect and designer of astronomical importance. His works are not only phenomenally architectural, and not only did they create a revolutionary way in which buildings could be designed and erected, but they transcend their mere usefulness as functional, aesthetically pleasing structures and instantly become icons, structures to which tourists flock like pilgrims. And the first and most famous of these buildings is this, the Guggenheim Museum in Bilbao, Spain. Born in Toronto, Canada in 1929, and originally named Frank Goldberg, Frank Gehry worked in his father's hardware store, playing with chain-link fencing and corrugated cardboard, the mundane materials that he would later elevate into designer architectural wonders. Gary studied architecture and worked in a number of firms before establishing his own practice in Los Angeles. Gary's work is difficult to define. He might be considered a deconstructionist because his work transcends the prevailing theories about how buildings should be constructed. He is iconoclastic, using new techniques such as computer software and titanium to create structures that are physically beyond what had been made in the past. His work does not adhere to existing theories or movements, making him one of the great revolutionaries of the art world. His impact on the history of architecture is akin to Frank Lloyd Wright's, or even Palladio's, revolutionizing and establishing new criteria and capabilities for the future. If one were to define what makes Gary's work groundbreaking, two divergent definitions come to mind. First. He breaks from the long-standing architectural tradition that form should follow function. That is to say that a great building is true to its function, a church for prayer and meditation, a hospital for its facility in helping doctors heal the sick, a stadium for making a comfortable environment in which to view sports. And the form that it takes, the way that it looks, should evolve naturally out of this function. Gary's work begins with form, and the function adapts to it but it does so in ingenious ways, such that the function is not only compromised by the form, but it is augmented by it. Technologically speaking, Gary's ability to create such a spontaneous, organic design is due to a new computer advancement, C-A-T-I-A, Computer-Aided Three-Dimensional Interactive Application. Simply put, this software, developed in the 1980s, allows architects to manipulate three-dimensional solid models, permitting the freedom to create curved forms where architects of the past dealt primarily in angles. The software also facilitates the engineering aspect of architecture, processing data and integrating contemporary materials to calculate the mathematics of construction. The material advancement that accompanied the software was titanium, Titanium is a low-density, extremely strong, corrosion-resistant metal that provides a lighter, more maneuverable alternative to steel without the sacrifice of strength. While steel is excellent for right angles, titanium can be curved. 
couple Gary's creative mind with the CATIA software and titanium building materials, and the result is the Guggenheim Bilbao. The use of CATIA and titanium has been key for other ingenious architects, whose flamboyant whims can be satisfied with solid constructions. But Gary's Guggenheim was the first major work to draw the attention of not only the international architecture community, but a popular audience as well. Gary described three steps that led to the successful construction of the museum. First, he made sure that the organization of the artist remained paramount throughout the process. That is to say that the design and construction was less about engineering than about artistic vision. Architects have long debated whether their role was more that of an artist or that of an engineer. Ideally, there should be elements of both. The building should look great, but it should also not fall down. While a standard apartment building can be designed by an engineer so that it functions and has no structural flaws, there is little or no artistry to it. Likewise, a painter could design a wild building, but would lack the engineering know-how and mathematics to make it work. Gary could afford to let his inner artist loose because of the CATIA software, which overcame the restrictions that had held architects of past generations in check. The focus on artistry also kept external political and business interests at bay, the interference of which could muck up the process of creating such a monumental building. The second step for Gary was to establish realistic cost estimates and stick to them. This may not sound radical, but for building projects like this, runaway budgets and over-optimism can result in incomplete structures, compromised designs, and bad blood between the architects and the commissioners. All of these were avoided, making the process from start to finish an affirmative one. Finally, the use of CATIA and titanium allowed for the flexible design and reasonable costs. Gary is a celebrity architect, and his buildings attract millions of tourists. In fact, before arriving in Bilbao, many of the visitors to this museum would have a hard time naming a single artist whose work was displayed in the museum, but anyone can name the museum's designer. It is an odd fact for a museum to outshine the work that is housed in it. Visitors to the Louvre will go to see the Mona Lisa, and one hopes to also take the time to admire the thousands of other masterpieces housed there. Tourists go to the Academia in Florence to see Michelangelo's David, but not to see the Academia building itself. But in the Guggenheim Bilbao, Geary created an icon for the proud city, single-handedly making Bilbao a tourist destination for millions who wanted to see this wonder of the postmodernist architectural world. <laughs>